It is by faith we move mountains. God knew that there will be mountains on our way in life. Your mountain may be different. Your challenges may be different from mine. But we all do face challenges. But God didn't leave us without help. That's why he placed his own faith in us. Tonight, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the God kind of faith. Pastor, what do you mean? Yes. That's what the Bible says. You have, say with me, I have the God kind of faith. What's the God kind of faith? That was the faith that God used to create the world, the entire universe. The same faith. And so it means that faith can also turn you to a creator. You can become creative like God. You can call for things into existence that be not as though they were. I'll show you Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. And then I come back to the gift of special faith. Look what the Bible says. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead. He's still talking about God here. And calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's the God kind of faith. The faith that calls forth the things that be not as though they were. What are those things in your life that be not? And you need them to be. Promotion. Favor. An open door somewhere. Some supernatural help. I'm alone here right now. At this spot. Baby, come. Oh, come closer. Ha. I was alone one moment ago. How come this man is here with me? David, how did you get here? He called me, sir. I called you? Did I call him? That's an example. Whatever you need in your life, call it forth. That's the way God operates. He called forth the things that be not as though they were. He was not here before. I called him forth and he's here now. God, God bless you. In Genesis 1, the earth was without form. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. That was what God saw. But God didn't like what he saw. So, what did he do about it? Did he complain? Did he write you a letter? Come and help me. What did God do? He called forth light. And light came. Why did light come? Because God called it. If there is confusion in your life, call forth solution. If there is lack, call forth prosperity. Yes, you can. Thus John verse 2, beloved, that wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. If there is sickness in your body, call forth healing. Amen? Come on, talk to me, church. I said amen. 
your mouth is not just for eating food. Call forth. Call forth what you need. When you read Psalm 103 and David the psalmist wrote, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. O forgive it all thine iniquities. O healed all thine diseases. O redeemed thy life from destruction. O crowned it with loving kindness and tender mercies. O satisfied thy mouth with good things. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Many people think David was referring to food there. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things? Yes, food is part of it. But not the only thing. Is the word of God a good thing? When God wants to bless a man, he will give you a word. God doesn't open heaven and pour money on you. He will give you a word. You take that word. You meditate on it. You believe it. The word comes alive in you. You confess it. That is when your mouth is satisfied with good things. So that your youth now is renewed like the eagles. It satisfies my mouth with good things. Healing scriptures are good things. Promises of divine provision are good things. Promises of supernatural protection are good things. He that dwelleth in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. As I go to Lagos, as I go for that interview, I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Those are good words in your mouth. Those words bring forth protection. They bring forth a renewal of your youth. When you are broke, do something about it. Call forth finances. Amen? There are four kinds of faith. One is the saving faith. The one that brings us to salvation. It comes as we hear the word of God. The word of God is loaded with the faith of God. So when the word comes, faith comes. The sinner hears it and says, wow, Jesus died for me. He bled on the cross. I give my life. You see that happening in this church every Sunday by the grace of God. Except a few occasions. That one that makes people leave their seats and come out here is called saving faith. Somebody say saving faith. Ephesians 2.8. For it is by faith that you are saved. And through, well, by grace rather. It is by grace that you are saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. That is the kind of faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Romans 10, 17. Now faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Number two kind of faith is called the general faith. General faith belongs to every believer. Every believer has general faith. That's why you are called a believer from the word believe. So say with me tonight, I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. Now say like an American, I'm a believer, not a doubter. Say it like a Nigerian person, I'm a believer, not a doubter. Now you have general faith. 
God has given it to every man the measure. The measure that we need. Romans 12, 3. For by the grace of God, through the grace given me, I speak to every man among you, not to think of himself too highly than he ought to think, but soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. The measure. So God has given every man the measure of faith. So the measure you need, God has given you. Oh, no, give me more faith. No. He's given you enough that you need. Whether you now use it or not is a different thing. But can this faith grow? Yes, it can. It's like your muscle. Can it grow? Yes, it can. If you pump iron, it will come out. You hit the gym and pump iron and pump iron and pump iron. You'll be shocked. Six months, everybody's there. Come on, you're, you're looking different. Where's your pot belly? It has disappeared. Now you have six packs. And the muscle been there before? Yes. Now it's coming out because you are provoking it to come out. If you don't use your faith, conditions will be staring you in the face like this. God will be in heaven looking at you and the situation is not changing. Because you have failed to use your faith. Stop looking for who to pity you. Start using your faith. Your faith is like your muscle. Either use it or lose it. It's like your brain. Use it or lose it. That's the way it is. So begin to use it on small, small things. And as you use it on small, small things, and you are getting results, get to higher things. Begin to graduate. Because we are designed to go from faith to faith. Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jews first and then to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from one level of faith to another level of faith. Papa Smith Wigglesworth would describe this as ever-increasing faith. There are things I can believe God for today that I couldn't believe him for five years ago. That is the ever-increasing faith. It is the God kind of faith. It is the general faith. Number three is called the fruit of faith. Someone say the fruit of faith. The fruit of faith is actually the fruit of the Spirit. You'll find that in Galatians 5.22. Now the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. In that line, you find faith. Now, when the Holy Ghost comes, there are two things he brings. The fruit of the Spirit and then the gift of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit are loaded in your spirit man. They can be there dormant if you don't activate them. They need activation. Are you with me tonight? For example, patience. Long-suffering, they need activation. You might leave them there and you are, so, you are as impatient as any unbeliever. Yet, there is patience in your spirit. So, it needs to be activated. Love is there, but you might choose to not walk in love. You can be a believer and be holding everybody to heart. You can be a believer and you hate everybody around you. You can be a believer and you don't forgive. You can be a believer and you are not nice. You are not kind. You know there are Christians who are not kind. Mm. You don't want to deal with some Christians. You don't want to live with them. They are mean like the devil. And they are Christians. They are born again. They speak in tongues. What's the problem with them? Are they born again? Yes, they are. What's the problem? The fruit of the spirit in them is left dormant. You can be born again 55 years old in the Lord and not grow. Because you have left the fruit of the spirit dormant. Look at the fruit. We have love. We have joy. Do you know some Christians never express joy? They never express joy. Every time they are frowning, every time they keep a long face, when they see you smiling, they say, why are you smiling? Sinners are dying. Sinners are perishing, you are smiling. 
What's funny about this world? Oh God. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, That will show me the path of life and in your presence fullness of joy. Psalm 30 verse 5 says, Weeping may endure for the night. In his, uh, well, the B part of it, it says, Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Isaiah, 20, Isaiah 12, I believe, verse 3. 12 verse 3 or 26 verse 3 says, With joy we shall draw water from the wells of salvation. Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. Galatians 5.22 says, The fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy! I have joy, yo. If you have it, express it. Give it expression. Allow it. Listen, church. It's by choice. You make a choice. Nobody's going to ever steal my joy. It's not the way you treat me that make me lose my joy. If you like call me stupid, I say, oh, really? <laughs> Thank you. I've got joy, joy, joy. You make that person actually look stupid. They called you stupid, but you express joy. Oh, God bless you. Thank you very much. It's like water. It just douses the fire. All these things are loaded in you. Patience is there. Long-suffering is there. Peace is there. You can have peace in your spirit and yet be agitated on the physical. In the physical, rather. Every little thing gets to you. Spirit, fruit of the spirit, peace, is lying fallow. Fallow in your spirit because you have left it undeveloped and uncultivated. These things, the fruit, like the natural fruit, need to be cultivated. Are you with me tonight? But apart from the fruit of the spirit, which builds our Christian character, and let me tell you, people don't relate to you based on the anointing. People relate to you, they relate to you based on character. What do I mean by that? Hello, Sister Cynthia, good morning. Now, before you answer me good morning, would you need to pray in the Holy Ghost? Your neighbor greets you. Hello, good morning. Lord, do I need to respond? Anybody relates like that? Oh, I want to shake hands with my sister. Lord, anoint me to shake hands with that. Do I need anointing to shake hands? We don't need anointing for all of that. You don't need anointing to be kind. Give somebody fish. Share your chicken. You don't need anointing to do that. This, this is just character. This is just love and sharing. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Are, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying tonight? So that, that's all, those ones, they come by the fruit of the Spirit. You don't need anointing. You don't need anointing. Just cultivate them. All right? Some people don't give anything. They say they have not been led by the Holy Spirit. You have enough leading. Enough leading from the Holy Ghost, from the Bible to give. I can give you one million and one scriptures on giving. You have more than enough leading. Say, no, I've not been led. That one, that hundred thousand in my account. Ah, I have to be led. God has to open the heaven and talk to me. Yeah. Is that the way you want God to treat you when he puts money in somebody else's hands to give to you? That the person needs to wait on God to hear from God before they can give you. Whatever you sow, you will reap. I hope you know. Galatians, um, uh, Roma, uh, Genesis 22. Now listen, church. Apart from the fruit of the Spirit, there's gift of the Spirit. So one of the fruits is faith there. But in the original Greek manuscript, that word is not faith at all. It is faithfulness. Faithfulness is a Christian quality. Amen. The Bible says the faithful man who can find. Many people are not faithful. Many people, you can't lean on them. Even in business, they will swindle you. The way Nigeria is right now, when you do business with people, they are already looking for ways to dupe you. You employ people, they want to run down your business and go and start their own business. Because they lack faithfulness. We should not be finding that in the body of Christ. It breaks my heart. Let me tell you something. If I hear that two of you in this church do business together and one person swindles the other, it breaks my heart. 
I, I dislike it because that is to show that even as a Christian brother, you are not faithful. How can someone else commit money into your hands to do something for them and you don't do it and you spend it on, on your own personal needs? Everybody has needs now. You say, I'm sorry, the money met uh, something in my hand. I don't want to hear that. It means you're not faithful. But we're dealing with the gifts of the Spirit. There are nine of them, as I've always said, as I've always introduced them, but I want to move forward very quickly tonight. Three of them say something. Three of them do something. Three of them reveal something. The gift that says something. We have prophecy. We have diverse kind of tongues. And we have interpretation of tongues. The gift that do something. We have the gift of faith. We have the working of miracles. And then we have uh, the gifts of healings. The gift that reveals something. We have the word of wisdom, we have the word of knowledge, and we have discerning of spirit. Making how many altogether? Nine of them. We've treated some of them. We've treated the spirit that the gift that reveals something. Today, and then some time ago, we started the gift that do something, and we have been on faith for a while. I want to wrap that up tonight by the help of the Holy Spirit. What are some of the manifestations of this gift of faith? Is the fourth kind of faith. The gift of faith, or what is called the gift of special faith, is the fourth kind. Remember number one, I said, saving faith. Are you with me? What's number two? General faith. Number three, the fruit of faith. And then number four, the gift of faith or the gift of special faith. Let me remind you, this gift of special faith does not do a miracle. It is passive in nature. What it does is that it receives a miracle. In, sim in the simplest terms, what am I saying? Through the operation of the gift of faith, you can believe God for anything. You can receive anything from God. You can receive anything from God. It is not general faith. It is the gift of special faith. When it is an operation. Now listen, it's not an operation in everybody. Our main text, 1 Corinthians 12, verses 1 to 11 says, For to one, it is given the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge. To another, the gift of healings. To another, faith. But don't ever come here and tell me, Pastor, you see now, the Bible says to another faith, that means faith is not my gift. Mm -mm. You have saving faith. That was how you got born again. You moved on from there to general faith because you became a believer. Uh, Romans 12, 3. And you moved from there. The Holy Ghost came into you. You also have the fruit of faith. But the last one, you might not have, but you are advised to covet. Amen? It is the Holy Ghost that distributes to every man severally as he will. But it is in my interest to desire it. Paul the Apostle wrote, Covet earnestly the best gifts. But covet earnestly, verse 31. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 31. But covet earnestly the best gifts, plural. And yet show I unto you a more excellent way. And I've asked you time and again, 
what are the best gifts or what is the best gift? Out of the nine of them, which one do you think is the best? We have spent a lot of time on faith now. Do you think faith is the best? Hello, do you think faith is the best? What about word of wisdom? Word of knowledge? What is the best gift? Talk to me, church. The gift that you need now. The gift you need at the moment. The gift you need at the moment is the best gift. And sometimes they don't function in isolation. They work with other gifts. Two gifts or three gifts may cooperate together to work at once. For example, I will get to the raising of the dead tonight. That many times when someone dies, maybe out of an accident, it is not only one gift that is in operation. At least you have three of them. You have the gift of faith to receive the person back to life. You have the working of miracles, actually, and the gifts of healings. The three of them work together to bring a dead person who has died, for example, in an accident. Maybe somebody's head breaks. If the head breaks, now, if through the operation of the gift of faith, you receive, because the gift of faith receives. Oh, that guy's a receiver. He can receive anything. He can receive anything. When you see people, there are people who operate these gifts. My God. They can receive anything from God. They tell you, by the special grace of God, in the name of Jesus, come December the 23rd, I'm receiving so, so, and so. And he comes. Boom. Say, ah! What kind of human being is this one? That gift is operation. It will set a process in motion. I will show you an example tonight. That process will go into the realm of the spirit. And it receives anything from God. In spite of all odds, regardless of the circumstances of Nigeria, there are people operating that gift now and they are receiving things from God to covet the best gift. It depends on your situation. You can't pay your house rent. Is it the gift of healing you need right now at that moment? Somebody is about to die in the hospital. Is it the word of knowledge you need at that moment? You need the gift of healings. Even if you have the word of knowledge, you also need the gift of healings that moment. And you even need the working of miracles to speed it up. Amen? The difference between the gift of faith and the working of miracles is that while the gift of faith receives a miracle, the working of miracles, like the name sounds, working of miracles actually works a miracle. Again, while the gift of faith is passive, is receiving passively. The working of miracles works it actively. And that, that carries some element of speed with it. It carries some element of speed with it. Amen. And it's not only in health. It can be in your projects. I remember one of our pastors shared with me when this ICC here was being built. And we were racing towards dunamis or so of that year. He said, he could, the pastor told me he could see the gift of the working of miracles there. Because he believed that the speed with which those contractors finished that building was not normal. Things like that can happen. You might need some help urgently. It doesn't have to just be in your health. The moment this gift goes into operation, it will come. Timely help will come. So while the gift of faith sets the process in motion, the working of miracles activates immediately. It activates a miracle. Amen. What are some of the manifestations? I shared with us last week and two weeks ago. The gift of faith can receive supernatural blessing. For example, 
When a father lays hands on the children and releases prophetic blessing, I already taught you that in the month of May, the power of the prophetic blessing. It doesn't happen immediately. The words go into the realm of the spirit and it begins to shape the future of these children that you see. When my wife gave birth to each of them, I took them from the doctors and I spoke words over their lives. As they grow, I'm seeing those words happening. Some of those things have not come to pass yet. It will take another 20 years, another 40 years, another 45, another 50. If Christ's tarism is coming, those words will be coming up progressively by the operation of the gift of faith. It sets the process in motion. In motion. But for the working of miracles, bah, it activates the miracle. Number two, the gift of faith can also be for, it can secure personal protection. That was what happened in the case of Daniel. Daniel chapter 6, from verse 16 to 23. They threw him in the lion's den. I explained this last week, no time to go over it again. And even though he was in the midst of danger, lions were roaming around him. Daniel was sleeping. He had a good night rest. Why? The gift of faith in him secured his release. The Bible notes, can you give me on the screen, please, whoever is in charge of the system, when I quote the scripture, go there. Daniel chapter 6, and give me verse 23. The Bible says that Daniel, because he believed in his God. Look at the closing sentence, the closing line. Okay, let's read that verse. Then was the king exceeding glad for him, and commanded, that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den. And no manner of hurt was found upon him. Because when God delivers, he delivers completely. Why was no manner of hurt found upon him? Because he prayed. Because he fasted. Because why? Faith. He believed in his God. Lord, I go, we go together. Hallelujah. The gift of faith secured his protection. Do you think if this gift is in operation in you, it will secure your protection in Nigeria? In the midst of kidnappers? I heard of the testimony of some Christians who were kidnapped on Lagos by the expressway. They took them to the kidnappers then and all the kidnappers slept off. They were going to church. They were going to service somewhere. Lagos by the expressway. They took them and all the kidnappers slept off. And the people didn't just rescue themselves. They rescued the others they met there. The kidnappers supernaturally said, who says that those gifts are still not in operation? The challenge with us is we are too lazy to believe God for them. Faith is not cheap talk. Faith is hard work. Faith is not motivational talk. Motivation is of the head. Faith is of the heart. Faith is a substance. It is a spiritual force. You can't be carnal and be operating faith. There's the testimony of a young man from Federal Polytechnic, Oko, in uh, Anambra State or so, whose mother shared the testimony in Dunamis Church in Abuja. He was captured by the kidnappers. They shot at him. They wanted to kill him and his friends. The gun did not work. They used all the other AK-47. None of them worked. Tell me about the gift of faith. It secures your protection in the midst of danger. The Lord is with me and I shall not be moved. 
the writer of Psalm 46 said, the, verse 7, Psalm 46, verse 7, Psalm 46, verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Listen, what's a refuge? A place you run into and you are safe. Proverbs 18, 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Shoot God now. Shoot God. Which gun will you use to shoot God? Which hand will you use to carry the gun? If God shows up now, listen. Which hand will you use to point a gun at God? I've read books upon books on the ministry of angels. There's one I read. Angels on assignment. The man said the first time angels came to his city room. He was weak in his knees. Out of fear. He said, but the glory from the angels moved into him. And that glory strengthened him. He wanted to fall. They, they didn't touch him. The glory held him up. Those are angels. Just because they are standing in the presence of God. They radiate the glory of God. How much more if God shows up? God gives his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Psalm 91, verse 11 and 12. And God himself also protects you. Psalm 125, verses 1 and 2. As mountains are round about Jerusalem, so is the, the Lord himself, Yadavave, surrounds his people. The Lord is round about his people. As you see me tonight, the Lord is round about me. I don't know about you. That's why you put those good words in your mouth. The word of God, they are good words. Put them in your mouth. Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord. I have to say it. I must say it. I don't keep quiet and think about it. I say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God! In him will I trust. One day I will teach on Psalm 91. There are about three voices in Psalm 91. It's not one voice. The narrative changed. The psalmist started, He that dwelleth in the place of Moses shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. He stopped there. The moment he mentioned the Lord is my refuge and my fortress, in him will I trust. Jesus answered, What? Go to the next verse. Psalm 91 now. I said, Psalm, when, when I'm in a scripture, be there, please. There's no time. So I'm going at the speed of jets. Psalm 91, verse 3 now. Verse 3, God bless you, media. Surely, Jesus responded there. He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the northern pestilence. It was not the same narration again. The writer started, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. General statement. Verse 2, personal. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. He stopped there. The moment he mentioned, in God will I trust. Jesus responded, what? You trust in God? He shall deliver. Surely, that God you trust in shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noise of pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. My children don't joke with this every day. We don't. Continue. Continue now. Surely, he shall deliver you from the same fella. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. Can you see, Jesus was reporting, was talking to that person, talking to you, talking to me, about the protection guaranteed by his father. He shall, he shall. He didn't say I shall, he said he shall. Huh? His truth shall be your shield, my God. It's like Jesus praying for you. It's like Jesus confirming the promise of God. 
he shall be your shield and buckler. Come on now. Eh? Thou, talking to you, you shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fly by day. Jesus kept talking there. Move on now, move on, move on. Not the pestilence that walketh in darkness, everybody read this, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, and shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord. Look at what Jesus said. Look at what Jesus said. Because you have made yad hey vav hey, Who is my refuge? You think that was a mistake? I used to think what kind of English they used to write Psalm 91 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, what kind of? Hey. The Lord opened my eyes to see this. And many thanks to Papa Copeland. See this? He said, because thou hast made the Lord, who is my refuge. Yadevave is the refuge of Jesus. He said, you have subscribed to my father's channel. You have made the Lord, who is my refuge. Even, Abba, 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 Abba. Even the most high, El Elyon, your habitation. So, my security is also your security. Is somebody getting what I'm saying tonight? Because thou hast made the Lord, there shall no evil befall you. Say amen to that. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give. Jesus continues to talk about the Father. The Father shall give his angels charge over you, my God. He won't give them advice over you. Charge. You know what the charge is? Try to join the military. The military, when they give a military charge, those foot soldiers are charged. If they say shoot at sight, anything, a bird flies, they shoot it. They see a house fly, anything, charge! It's different from advice. That's why they saw them, some people call them zombie because once they hear go, they, until their commander says stop, they don't stop. And there are militant angels. They are the warring angels. There are three categories of angels in heaven. The ones that worship. The ones that bring special messages to the earth. The ones that fight. And glory be to God, we all have them. I said we all have them. Stop watching pornography. It provokes your angels. They're always there with you to protect you. When you watch it, they look at you and say, what is this? They hold their hand and say, why are you watching this nonsense? And so they can't fight. Stop going to club because they don't follow you enter. No, they're not the follow you enter club. They will stand outside because they, they are not given charge to enter such places. So you are without protection. That's what the Bible says, he that breaketh the edge, the serpent shall bite. What are you looking for in the club? Strip club, you want to see naked women. What for? You are telling your, body, your, your security to stay outside and you enter. If Satan gives you a knock on your head, now you carry a day with that for life. He shall give his angels charge. I love the word charge. Over you. Watch for. To keep you in how many of your ways? Next verse. They shall bear you up in their hands lest you dash your foot against the stone. The father also spoke. Thou shall tread upon the lion and the adder. The, Jesus kept talking. The young lion and the dragon shall you trample on the feet. Yeah. Look at verse 14 now. The father now spoke. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. 
I will set him on high because he has known my name, Yadhevave. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Does that not sound like Jeremiah 33, verse 3? Call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. He shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. If you are in trouble tonight, God is with you. I will be with him in trouble. Not only will I be looking at him, I will deliver him. And I will honor him. And guess what? How Papa wrapped it up. With long life will I satisfy him. People say it's not how far is that where. You can die at 32. Is that, is, is that not contradictory to what the father said? The father said, look, don't die young. I want to satisfy you with long life. Religious leaders around the world have told you you can die at any time. Anybody can die. Nothing is sure. Nothing. Anybody can. And you believe it. Mm, mm. Anybody can die. Anybody can die. Wrong teaching produced wrong thinking, which has produced early death. I subscribe only to the word of God now. Can I have an amen to that? God said with long life. Can you give me a definition of long life? Genesis 6, 3. The number of his days shall be 120. Moses that says 70, by the reason of strength, 80. He himself went to live up to 120. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 7. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His natural force was not abated, neither were his eyes dim. Medical science has proven that the human body without sickness can live up to 120 years. They just discovered what God said. Science just caught up with the word of God. Not that the word of God caught up with science. No. When he speaks, a billion galaxies are born. My God. My God. When he speaks, a billion failures disappear. And as you speak, the God we serve is a powerful God. And it's so sweet to serve him. Know your God. You are not a chicken. You are an eagle. You fly. Through the operation of the gift of faith. I'll give you one more tonight. The gift of faith can secure, apart from personal protection, like Daniel, because he believed in God, it can secure supernatural sustenance. First Kings 17, verses 2 to 6, quickly. First Kings 17, 2 to 6. Elijah the Tishbite received supernatural supply in the midst of a famine. Through the operation of the gift of faith. Through the operation of the gift of faith. I want to stop here. I want to dwell on this point. I know I mentioned it last week, but I want to dwell here. Because children of God ought not to be begging. We ought not to be beggars. Our finances are supposed to be top-notch and to be in place. Not only to meet our needs, but to turn us to a blessing to other people. We shouldn't live in the realm of not enough. Some of us have left not enough. We are now at the level of just enough. Just enough is not good enough. You need to move into the realm of more than enough. Not to show, but to bless. Some of you are in school. Some of you in school of nursing. Some of you in the University of Ibadan. Some of you in different schools. Will it be a bad idea if next session, for example, one of your classmates doesn't have money to pay school fees? I say, babe, why are you not showing up in class? I'm still at home, Jerry. My friends are still looking for the money. Ah, what nonsense. Come to school, Joe. 
I don't have money. I say, come to school. And they come and you credit the account. Your school fees is 250000 You send it. Yeah. You now tell her, you are following me to church on Sunday. Eh? Is it only Sunday? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Is it only Sunday you go to church? Somebody getting what I'm saying? It's sweet. When you see some people fight in Nigeria, you think it's big money. It's not big money. It's 20 naira. 20 naira change. Conductor and a man wearing suit like me, wearing tie. Like, yeah, on, uh, you own it. Damn it. Lie, lie, lie. My, my, my bag. Money, if you want a million, what 20 naira? Now lie. It's poverty. You will live one million to be chasing 20 naira. Now poverty. Are you getting what I'm saying? One day I was wearing a white shirt like this. Me and one conductor wanted to fight. The guy told me, I don't see I look at myself and I advise myself, leave this guy. You don't fight with a swine. The pig will enjoy it because dirt is his natural habitat. But you will enjoy it. You will not enjoy that fight. How much? Five naira change. Oh, look me. I'm going me. Oh, look me. 25 naira. I'm going to 30 naira. Lord, me. That was all. From Songo to Mokola. You know, we that we grew up in the hood, in the trenches, you can't, it's not easy to cheat us. You say, oh, no, mm, mm, mm. I can take anything, not cheating. Like, yeah. So I was ready, I was rolling up my sleeves. The guy looked at me, very dirty guy. Eggman, the ring of the war. My dot here. And really, I didn't want my white stain. And I said, oh boy, give yourself brain now. Even the white you are wearing first. So I left the guy, I walked away. How sweet will it be? You are on a bus. And they want to embarrass one old woman, one elderly woman. Because of 20 years. I say, uh-uh. She has 18 years. I say, Lala. Sometimes I've been in taxis and I don't allow this to happen. They want to carry an elderly person. Maybe you are to Mokola and they say it's 200. And the mama is begging, please, don't call me Dakun. I only have 150. 150, Dakun. You know those, boys, those taxi people, they have no chill. They don't have Christ. Oga, what's your problem? Mama enters. Mama enters, thinking you are going to help her add 15 naira. When it's time to pay, you say by 1,000. Take for mama, take for papa here, and for me. No, tell me what will happen. Both of them, they will curse you or bless you. They will bless you. Because they wanted just 15 naira help. Now you have transported them from wherever they were coming from to where they're going, and they still have that change in their pocket. I do it a lot, and I enjoy doing it. I don't need to know them. When I used to live in Ashi, my car was with the mechanic. Almost every day that I would take public transport, before boats came, I would pay, especially for the elders, not for everybody, but the elderly. One baba stopped me one day and said, my son, but I don't know you. I said, ah, sir, you don't need to know me, sir. Jesus said I should do it for you. Ah! Oh, yeah, come. God will bless you. I say, amen. I walked away. If I see him tomorrow, I don't know him. I enjoy it. Do you know why? I love it when I surprise people. I like to see the expression on their faces. And let me tell you something. When you surprise someone pleasantly, you have sown a seed. Every action is a seed. It's only a matter of time. You will reap. You want to be surprised. Surprise someone else. Do you know that God is a God of pleasant surprises? Give me Job 5.9. Message translation. Quickly, media, Job 5.9, message, and Job 9.10, message. Job 5.9, message. God bless you, my media ministry, awesome people. Look at this. Let's read together. After all, talking about God, he's famous for great and unexpected act. There is no end to his surprises. God, 
There is no end to the surprises of God. He can be surprising you every week. He can be surprising you every month. There is no end to his surprises. He's famous for that. God is a specialist in giving people surprises. Amen? Go to Job 9.10. Job 9.10, message. And then I wrap this up. Job 9.10, message. We will never comprehend all the great things he does. We will never comprehend them. We can't wrap our minds around it. What does he do? His miracle surprises can't be counted. Someone is getting miracle surprises in the month of September. I said the month of September, somebody is getting miracle surprises. It will be a miracle and it will be a surprise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Elijah, through the operation of the gift of faith, got supernatural sustenance. 1 Kings 17, 2-6, let's read it and close. 1 Kings 17, 2-6, and I'll mention raising of the dead. God then told Elijah, no, please go to, uh, go to the KJV. Go to, this one is saying, Kerit, Kerit Raven. <laughs> Kerit, Brook Cherit. And the word of the Lord came to him, saying, uh-huh, get thee hence and turn thee eastward and hide yourself by the Brook Cherit. There are times God will tell you to hide yourself. It's not every time you show, 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 show on social media. There are times God will say, son or daughter, it's not time to post anything. Hide yourself. Go on a retreat. Go to the secret place and stay there until I show you what I want to show you. Don't let your life be too busy. I'm very busy. It's looking like 24 hours is not enough for me in the last three weeks. But can I tell you something? I don't joke with that, my time alone with God. I'm going again in a few days. I came out because of Bible study. And one other meeting I had earlier today. There is a time to hide yourself. It is in hiding you are fed and taken care of. He fed Elijah in hiding. He fed him. How? Hide by the brook Cherith. God gave a particular destination to hide. He didn't say stop attending church. Our pastor told us that there are times to hide. So I had the Lord. The Lord said to me, my daughter, my daughter, the next three weeks, hide. That's why I'm not coming to church. Mm-mm, God does not contradict his word. Even me, I came to church. Can you see? Amen. He told him where to hide. You can hide in church. God can say, leave home. Come to church. At a time, there's no service. Go to a corner. I want to meet you there. And you sit down and the Lord downloads a vision about your life for you. You won't get that on social media. The brook cherry that is before Jordan. There might be another brook cherry after Jordan. God said the one before Jordan. So learn to listen to the instruction of God. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. And I have commanded my God the ravens to feed you there. God operates by command. He has given his angels charge over you. That's the command. The same God has commanded a raven. The same God commanded a widow woman to sustain Elijah. After the brook dried up, God said, go to Zarephtah, for I have commanded a widow to feed you there. So he went and hid according to the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook cherry that is before Jordan. Uh Uh-huh. 
And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening and he drank of the brook. Ravens don't, don't give anybody food. Ravens will eat the food. A ravenous bird eats anything, anything at all that comes its way. Yet, God sent ravens to bring food to Elijah. That in itself was a miracle. Let me tell you what it means. When God uses a miserly person, a Shin Union bank, some people before they spend 100 naira, they'll calculate 100 by spending that. When will I get it back? Mm -mm, I can't give her 100, I'll give her 50. 50 cannot even buy pay water now. And God uses that kind of person. You just say, Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Is it your birthday? Yes, my birthday. Ah, I saw your birthday on, online. Send me your account number. He doesn't know what he's doing. Send me your account number. Transfer 25,000. After the transfer, his eyes will clear. Ah, did I? I lost money. I lost money. Ah, what did I use the money for? You know what has happened? The Lord has commanded the raven to feed you. Amen. And so stop receiving by calculation. God, that uncle is very generous. Use him for me. Use him, use him. Lord, use him. He's very generous. The generous uncle might not remember you. Use your gift of faith. Let it be in operation. It will bring what you need from any quarter. It will bring you from the most unlikely places. Can I have an amen to that? Yet, 100K in your account. Bass! You know that uncle? You know that your uncle? 100K! Yeah! It has happened, it has happened. What happened to me? Oh, okay. ah. Then he will call, hello, hello. Did you get the alarm? Uncle, thank you. Okay, okay. Uncle, are you crying? No, I'm not crying. I'm rejoicing. It's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay. Happy birthday. You might not give me another one, but this one you have been commanded. Amen. And I see that happen. It happens in my life. It happens in this church. People that normally will not give, they just give church money. Goes. Ah! He has commanded the raven. But how do you receive it? Through the operation of the gift of faith. In these times of scarcity in Nigeria, let that faith, the gift of faith be in operation. You can receive anything from God. Don't ever limit your God. Don't limit yourself. You say, I might not be able to get a brand new machine now. I might not be able to uh, get sponsorship for my school. I might not be able to get a, a shop for my business. I might not, I might not. Why? Why are you not? And because of the economy. See what God said. I showed you last week. Let me show you again. Psalm 37 verse 19. KJV, then NLC. Then I'll wrap it up. Quickly. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. This is an evil time. Our Naira is hemorrhaging away daily. It's bleeding. We're at a time that you can wake up. One dollar can go to six ninety. Seven and ten. Then you now decide the day after. You now be coming down small, small. Small, small. Nigeria is at a situation now where if you price something today and you have the money, buy it today. If you do it, Jebu, and you go, and you come back tomorrow, and say, oh, yeah, 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 that's uh, something that I price. Say, ah, nah, it don't change, though. It don't cost, though. Every day, 
Every day, things are changing. But in the evil time, God said you shall not be ashamed. Only two people came to Bible study. I thought my mic went off. <laughs> I said, God said you shall not be ashamed. Look at how he capped it up. He said, and in the days of famine, these days, they shall be satisfied. I prefer the NLT of this scripture. Yeah, give me NLT. Name NLT. God bless you. Now read it. Let's lead it together. You lead. They will not be disgraced in our time. Oh, man, I don't like disgrace, though. When the creditors come, I say, eh, eh, see, see, see. I don't want any story. Give me my money now, now, now. And it's just 5K in public. And I say, oh, Auntie, bring down your voice. No, I will not bring down my voice. Everybody in this house must know. Only basic, yeah, only basic. And it was not your fault. Something happened. Maybe you even lost the money. That's a disgrace. I have never been disgraced in my life, oh. And I, I will never be. And you will never be. If you have been disgraced before, that will never come back to your, to your present. It will never find its way to your future. He said they will not be disgraced in hard times. The times are hard, but they will not be disgraced. Don't wait for the good times. In the hard times, you will not be disgraced. Is that clear? Even in famine, the Bible said they will have what? Less than enough? Just enough? What are you going to have? Let me speak like an, like an American. What you going to have? What you going to have? More. 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 You need 10K, you have 25. That's more. You can say, ah, okay, uh, you're going back to school. Let me give you transport fare. Where are they going? School is UI. Take this 5K, that's your tea fair. 5K, that's a generous tea fair. God will turn you to that kind of giver in the name of Jesus. I've been young, now I'm getting older, yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. That's Psalm 37, the same chapter, verse 25. The Lord gave me a word this morning. It's a word he has given me before, but he gave me fresh. Amos 9.13, message translation. Chant this, chant it, chant it, chant it. Chant it, hallelujah, oh Hallelujah, chant it, chant it, chant it. When I wake up in the morning time, sing praise to God who keeps you alive. I like that. Chant it, chant it, chant it, chant it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's how to wake up. Don't wake up and say, oh, God. Why did I wake up in Nigeria now? I was in England in my dream. I bought my train ticket. The train was coming. Somebody now woke me up. Even in Nigeria, you'll be satisfied. Let's read this together. He started on a positive note. He said, yes, indeed. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes. And in him, amen to the glory of God the Father. Can I have an amen to that? Yes. Convert the gift of special faith for this to manifest. 
Read it. Let's read together. Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. You know, go say, I love the Pigeon Bible. You know, tell. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor. You know, tell. Don't say, you know, go say. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, but Pigeon, yeah. You know, tell. The Wafi, Wafi Pigeon. You know, when a Wafi person is speaking Pigeon, somebody from Worry, it's not normal Pigeon. Normal Mokola Pigeon say, I think you see him. I think you see. You see the way they behave now. I think say you see him now. Mm -mm. Wafi. Atisia. Atisia. You see him? So tell them, say, you know, tell. Tell them, be my friend now. Get my number now. Levels go soon change. Levels. Say level. Level. Levels. the guy said now by the spirit of God. It won't be long now. God's decree. What's the decree? Do you also realize that the Bible says in Job 22 and 29 that you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. When you decree what God has decreed, it becomes a righteous decree. What is the decree? Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. My God. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. Listen, blessings like wine pouring up the mountains. Move on, guys. Move on, move on. Next verse. I will make everything right again for my people. And that's you. Can I have an amen? amen? You will rebuild. We will rebuild the ruined cities. Yeah. We will plant vineyards and good wine, non-alcoholic. Can I have an amen? amen? Fruit wine that is rich. Not the one you drink, you fall inside gutter. Mm. They will work their gardens. This is talking about your business. Your, your, your architectural design as an architect. Your garden. Your website that you're designing as a website designer. The designs as a graphic artist. As a sportsman. Your work as a fashion designer. Your work. Whatever you do. Hey! You will work your gardens and you will eat fresh vegetables. Oh. My God. Can't wait to get home tonight. I like fresh vegetables. If you want to give me vegetables, please don't give me the one that is burnt. I don't like it. Some vegetables have turned, they've turned from green to, to black. Mm -mm. Fresh. Fresh. God wants you to eat fresh. Why are you starving yourself now? Next verse. And we stop there. And I will plant them Plant them on their own land. God is raising landlords in this house. Yeah. Oh, pastor, we are young. We are youth church. Ah, they teach us materiality. Ah, to buy land. Shame if you buy land, you don't need it. You give us, we build a church there. God said that we plant you. Say, ah, no, I don't want land. You are proud. A proud person is the one that rejects the promise of God. Plant them on their land. They will never again be uprooted from their land. 
I've given them. Who said it? Uh, get that right. Stand on your feet, everybody. The last line, who said it? Read it like he said it. He said, God. You now pause. Your God says so. You will now personalize it. God, my God, says so. Who said all these things? Count three underneath your breath after you say God. Count one, two, three. Then you now say, my God says so. One, two, go. God, my God, says so. It's like the guy was dreaming. He said, God. And I said, who talk him? My God, yeah, says so. It's another level in the name of Jesus. So this will be a September to remember for good in your life. Covet earnestly the best gift. The gift of faith can receive a dead person back to life. Smith Wigglesworth in his ministry raised about 11, either 11 or 14 dead people. But in raising the dead, there are specific instructions. Jesus didn't just go about raising the dead. John 5, 19, I only do what I see my father so you can't go to the mortuary and just say, I raise anybody here. I raise, I raise a hallelujah. You raise hallelujah. You won't raise the dead. You raise hallelujah. You must have seen it. You must have seen the father do it. And you must have instruction to go ahead. And when you receive that instruction, because of the operation of the gift of faith, you can believe God for anything. So now, Remove the clothes. Let me pray. Because you have heard from the headquarters. If you have not heard, you only pray and you have a lot of emotions and you cry and cry. <laughs> Rise! Get up! But if you have heard from on high, the gift of faith is in operation, the working of miracles is in operation, and maybe the gift of healings. If the person had the damage, maybe one of the organs damaged, this is how they work. The gift of faith will receive the spirit back to life. The working of miracles will raise the dead. The gifts of healings will fix what was broken before. Otherwise, if the gifts of healings is not working there, and the gift of faith receives the spirit from the spirit world back into the body, and the person is still as sick as they were before, they will die again. Instead of being born again, they will die again. Are you getting what I'm saying? We'll stop it there for tonight. Have you been blessed? You know what I want us to do as a church? When you pray for this church, pray for the manifestation of the gift of the Spirit. Don't be selfish. Pray for all of us. There is nobody that will manifest the nine. The Holy Spirit distributes to every man severally as he will. It's a pity we didn't read our text tonight. There was no time. I was rushing. But our text, for those of you who have come for the first time, is 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 1 to 11. Next week, by the grace of God, I will go on to the working of miracles and I'll go on to the gifts of healings. And we'll go on from there and then finish the last three, which are the gifts that say something. We haven't dealt with that. Prophecy, 
Do you know also, the Lord brought something to my spirit. When Elisha prophesied that tomorrow about this time shall a measure of flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. How many gifts do you think went to operation? There was prophecy. There was the word of, the word of wisdom. Because God showed him what he was going to do. And I believe there was working of miracles. Because they brought the gift. Something happened in the camp of the Syrians. They ran away. And then miracles happened and there was food. Church, as you go tonight, I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know what situation you brought to church. But you have heard the word of God. Go on the wings of faith. Knowing that God is with you. Go and level the mountains this month. Go in the power of the Holy Spirit. Crush every mountain. Move. Tell them to move. And see God in action in your life. Can I have an amen to that? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ.